Welcome to Bad Counsel, where Greg, Jack, and Tim freely give advice to their listeners' questions. So, let's be clear. These three are in no way qualified to be giving any advice. But I'm not so sure they know that. So, take it or leave it. Consider that your disclaimer. Now, on with the show. Yeah, I definitely can add to that because Katie has been delighted about that all week. She so just cute. just five just five minutes ago, she was like, "Please tell Jack that any challenging moment I've had this week that I I, I watched that Teddy Ruxpin ad. Oh God! And, and I, I think about <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin saying, "I'd like to be your friend." And in Jack's mind, hearing. I'd like to be more than friends. You know? <laughs> right? Well, I, honestly, when's the last time you heard uh, before last week and before Jack's talk about doing unsavory things with the uh, Teddy Ruxpin doll? When's the last time you even heard about Teddy Ruxpin? Um, I don't know. The the last year they manufactured it or had a commercial on the air. God knows when they, that commercial was very Stepford like. You know, those kids were like. You know, like the teacher encouraging the child and he turns on Teddy and Teddy's like, hi, do you want to be friends? And they're all like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Teddy's the predator. I don't know. Say, but it, say. Katie was also like, Greg, did you ever accidentally, you know, slip your dick into a couch cushion? I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, no, of course not. I said I'd never laid on the couch nude, you know, for God's sakes. <laughs> Thank Such God, a- right? Such yeah. a liar. Okay. Well, boys, are you ready to rock on and serve our listeners by giving seriously questionable advice? Greg, sounds like you're ready. I'm ready. Jack, you're ready? Absolutely. Okay. Well, hey, look, before we go on, I do want to add, it'd be great for you, listener, to rate us and review us on iTunes or Spotify or whatever podcaster you're using. We did see some ratings go up last week, so thank Ooh. you very much for those that did it. Yep. But we know there are more of you out there, and we'd really appreciate it. And it'd be great for us to feel good about our own self-images to know that there are actually people listening to this out there. Right. Yeah, go to go to Facebook. You know, Bad Counsel on Facebook. Go to Instagram, Insta- yep. Counsel on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Follow us. I'll send you links. Uh, you can get some inside information about the episodes and find out how to become a Patreon supporter. I had to say it. All right. Well, let's get right into it. So Twitter, the direct messages. So Hildebrand Rarity or Hildebrand Rarity. I, I mean, uh, you know, whatever you want to say. Um, I have no idea what it means. They sent us a direct message at our ad bat council one on Twitter. And their question is, my neighbor keeps throwing his dog shit over the fence into my yard. I've decided to collect it over time with a shovel. Wow. And I don't know why our listener felt the need to say that, but they said with a shovel. <laughs> this shovel, good, good. <laughs> right? And now I have three bucketfuls. Oh, wow. <laughs> three buckets full. Three buckets. Is it acceptable to throw it all in his in-ground pool while he sleeps? Do you have a better idea? I'm listening. Oh. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I can absolutely support the desire to throw it in the pool, <laughs> for sure. As you guys well know, I was once the victim of somebody collecting dog poop to make a point about oh. me, but that's another story. 
<laughs> oh, and what a good story that was. Oh, my gosh. Yep, it was. Yeah, God, that's pretty ballsy, uh, the neighbor doing that. I, I guess my only question would be, I mean, there must be some grudge or this guy's an idiot or a sociopath. Uh, is there any possibility that it's some other neighbor walking their dog trying to pin the rap on the neighbor dog? That, that's the boy. That's a that's a pretty aggressive thing to do to throw dog shit in your neighbor's yard. He seems like he has the neighbor pegged pretty well as to who it may be. That would suck, <laughs> right? You pick the wrong neighbor. You're like, I'm sure it's him. <laughs> well, it's funny, like, um, you know, guys, you know, Katie manages a condo association and there's a company out there. Uh, she's mentioned it before because this is a big problem in condo associations, not so aggressively where you know that who it is, but she's off, often getting videos or photos of people allegedly not cleaning up after their dogs. And there's a company called, and it's nationwide, called Dr. Poop Investigators. Oh, <laughs> and they take like DNA sample. You're like, you know, like you're supposed oh, to collect the feces and mail it in. And then under the guise serious? of think of giving your neighbor dog. Yeah. Giving your neighbor dog uh, a treat, collect a DNA sample, and they do a comparative analysis. But in this case, it seems pretty clear. Wow. Are, are you making this up? No, I'm not. I, I will put information on Instagram about it. It's called Dr. Dog Poop Investigates. So first thing we want Hildebrandy to do is is to investigate, right? Go ahead right. and do a DNA analysis. Make sure it is, in fact, the poop of the neighbor's dog, right? Yeah. But I think at its core, it seems like our listener wants revenge. No, yeah, apparently. And I do like the the pool idea. I mean, that is going to be right. tough to clean up, idea. right? I mean, that's something that's going right. to take some effort to to rectify. Oh, no pun intended. Oh, yeah, I've had a co- couple ideas come up here right right away. I mean, I, first of all, I guess the assumption is maybe that they're not good friends, right? So I was thinking maybe if the guy's like, you know, you would need his air handler to be in the garage, right? But maybe if you're able to kind of hang out the garage area for, for long enough, you could get some, you know, some of that shit into the, the intake there, the air handler, that would suck. You know, maybe he leaves his car open, you could put some in there. I mean, I, I you know, I don't... I, it is very bothy. I'm trying to put myself in this guy's place, and I would be pretty pissed off if somebody was just slinging shit over the fence into my yard. So um, I think <laughs> right. revenge is acceptable. Yeah, and, revenge uh, is acceptable. Hmm. But but you want it to be, you you want to get away with it, right? And I think you want to one up the guy. You know, like let him know that you're not kidding around. I, I think that um, throwing the the poop back over. I mean that. Then there's no plausible deniability. And you just got a tennis match of of poop, then, right? Like, right. I, I, I would use my own poop. <laughs> <laughs> step it That's up. That's what I would advise. Yeah, step it up. I, I would collect human feces and throw, throw that, that over in the, pool. Over the pool. It's like a. It's like an escalation. Yeah, right? absolutely. Because he's going to be like, oh, this. You know, there's dog poop. Um, it, you know, it's unclear whether the, l- the listener has their own dog, but then, but you know, I think some human sized poop mm-hmm. would be the way to go. That's not Throw bad. that into That's the pool. And then it's like, what are you talking about? You know, I, I, I yes, my neighbor throws their, their, this, my neighbor must have a poop fetish. They're throwing their poop <laughs> in my yard. And now what? Oh, I'm a grown man. You really think that I would stoop to the level of throwing my own feces into their pool? Nobody would believe it. It's too outrageous. That's, and that why, that's why it's the perfect crime and revenge. There you go. 
<laughs> I like it. All right, next question. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, we're going to move on. Uh, but we do have, this one is um, uh, dealing with a, a, an, a lying roommate. Mm. So this roommate is uh, <laughs> is not truthful. So Barbertown Beer sent us a note on Twitter. Uh, someone hit my car last night. Not horrible, but definitely damaged. I know it was my asshole roommate that comes home drunk at 3 a.m. all the time. I can literally see the paint and damage on his car, but he denies it and says the damage on his car is from another previous accident he had had. How should I proceed? That's not the paint from your car. It's from another car I hit prior to coming home and hitting your car. I mean, not hitting your car. You know, to me, this is like another basic... uh is revenge justified question? And I would say absolutely it is, but you want to do it with, you know, some thoughts so that you, you have plausible deniability, you know, so that you don't escalate it because ultimately, you know, if, if you start a, a war of, of irresponsibility, it sounds like this guy's pretty irresponsible. Yeah. Right. You know, no one's going to win. It's sure. like, uh, you and know, it is your home. it's right, like right, war right. games, right? You know, the only winning move is not to play. But you, but you got to, what you got to do is like have some plausible deniability. Um, you know, I, so maybe like have a, an, a, another friend, like go out together and have a friend key his car or something like that, you know? <laughs> oh, well, well isn't that an escalation in, on its own, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, to, but no, no, like but take him out to him. dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're with possibly oh. be you, Oh, right? okay. All yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, but then so, you don't I mean, get the satisfaction, yeah, I guess. I, how ballsy is that? Sure you to, do. Like you actually like to have you get caught with the paint on your car. You're like, no, no, dude, no, no, that's not your car's paint. <laughs> that's somebody. I mean, that's um, that's ballsy. I mean, if you had three three bucketfuls of shit, this would be a good situation to use it, right? <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> well, but but you want to wait till like the end of the lease. You know what I mean? Like because yeah, there you go. Because I, yeah, I yeah. I've lived. Yeah, I've actually lived through escalating wars of pettiness with roommates when I was a younger guy. True. And looking back on it, it's embarrassing how silly we were, but it, it just made life <laughs> oh, su- such a grind to like live with somebody who you knew was gonna out to get you every day in some petty little way. Brings you back to that <laughs> super glue on the uh on the dick question we had earlier, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. I did have a roommate, though, put Icy Hot on the toilet seat oh. first thing in the morning oh sit God. down on the toilet. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, that was on. Well, that sounds like good fun, actually. That doesn't <laughs> sound like so bad. That sounds like good, like juvenile male energy fun. Yeah. Well, uh, then I would say if he's better looking than his roommate, then you know, try to steal his girlfriend. Oh, jeez. Oh, Yeah. That's always a winner. It's it's tough to to beat that one. If he has, if and here's the alternate: if you're not better looking, then and he has a girlfriend, then um, you know, uh, like stash but not hide too well a bunch of pornography in his room, you know, so that the the, the girlfriend finds it. Weird pornography. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, not the furry furries would be interested. Yeah, uh, not, yeah. yeah. The furries wouldn't be interested in it, but like bestiality porn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there you go. There's a few different ways you can go ahead and get back at yeah. your roommate. Be creative. Uh, That's the point of revenge. Have fun with it. Yeah. Don't just yep. uh, just don't fight fire with fire. You know, be creative. Uh, I would recommend to both of these listeners to read Art of War by Sun Tzu. <laughs> 
So Tunster181 sent us this direct message on Twitter. First of all, love the show, exclamation point, but enough ass kissing onto my issue. So that was it. All the compliments. Okay. Now they're done ass kissing. Here bad. we go. I like, I like that. that. Yeah. Just direct and yeah. Good. Wasn't complaining. Just being just noting. Right. I have been in a long distance slash online relationship for a little while now. Mm. We've texted, shared pics and recently moved to talking on the phone. It's been great. However, she recently brought up the idea of phone sex, which I'm pretty sure I'm down for, except I don't really know what it is exactly. LOL. <laughs> I've held it off for now, but before it comes back up, it probably gives you an idea of the age of this uh, listener. I've held it off for now, but before it comes back up, do you guys have any experience? And if so, can you please share so I don't look like a novice? Hashtag not a hotline. Hey, yeah, good. I like that <laughs> Good. So Tunster's like taking his time. He's thinking about this. Yeah, you know, Tunster, I can relate. That's it's a weird concept, right? Phone sex, but um, you know, I think that uh, with consenting adults, it sounds like you're you're building a nice, fun relationship at a distance um, for whatever reason of the distance. And I think that uh, yeah, I think that could be fun for you guys. Before I turn it over to like an expert like Jack, I, I would say I'm I'm person who does research. You know, this person I'm assuming is younger, uh, but there used to be, and they may still exist, phone sex lines. And so those those gals and guys who were phone sex operators were presumably experts at that. So maybe you could uh, look it up online and see if there's still some phone sex lines, and you could use that as a practice run. You know, and I'm sure that they could help you with that. Then you wouldn't seem like such a novice. Um, you know, practice makes perfect. Um, Jack, what do you have? So I got it broken down into three categories. Um, so there's three different <laughs> types of phone sex. Um, there's a standard. Jack's right? like a hitting coach. Oh, right. <laughs> like, like he's stepping into the batting cage and, he, and, and he's like, about to like school some like rookie a ball player, you know, <laughs> like Jack got super serious and focused just now. Go ahead, Jack. I'm sorry. I'm just impressed. It's, so it's, he's got it written um, down. Is that uh, so you got the, the first step um, a step B I can see this for our book. It's going to be great. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yes. The first category is, is the, the standard, right? So that's what, what you were mentioning, uh, phone sex hotlines. <laughs> that's basically what you would get, you'd, you know, nine, seven, six. And they'd say, uh, this is what I'm doing to you, or this is what I'm going to do to you. It's an explanation of yeah. uh, what's happening or what would happen or what's going to happen. So that's your your number one, your standard. That would generally go back and forth, right? Number two, and, and this one's probably <laughs> one of the easier ones to get into, um, would be just telling a story. Wait a second. Your first one was A, and your second one was number two. A, and then two, right. And then B, yeah, A. And then there's two. And then there's, yeah. And then, then Roman numeral three. I can't yeah, wait. The, and then the third one is is a Batman symbol. He's polyamorous with his bullet points, too. He doesn't like to stick with just one. <laughs> no, no, what was B? I, sorry, go back to B. I miss B. Yeah, so, I, I, I want to hear this. Yeah, so B is, um, uh, again, just storytelling, right? So then then you would you would, you can uh, take a story from your past and, and tell it, this is what I did, this is what happened in this situation, this one time I did this. Um, and, uh, again, uh, kind of go back and forth with, with storytelling. So again, similar to the first one, but less, um, it's a, a, a little easier to do. Cause again, you're not, it's not me and you now you're just kind of telling something that had happened. You can make one up for Christ's sake. And then the third one, and, and again, probably, uh, happens the least, but, um, you just 
literally masturbate on the phone and make noise and have her masturbate on the phone and make noise. <laughs> and, and I don't know about you guys, but eventually that works for me personally. So, um, so those are the three pick your choice. Like I said, the story one's probably the easiest one to get into. Um, but, um, those would be my suggestions and, um, and good luck. Enjoy. Jack, yeah. which one do you think is most romantic in your experience? <laughs> Because this sounds like a, 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 like a serious and beautiful burgeoning relationship. Yeah, just masturbate. Yeah, yeah just masturbate. Oh, that is sweet. And, yeah, yeah. That is yep. nice. All right. Well, Absolutely. there you go. So, um, I, I, Greg, what do you think? I say that is good advice. Oh, I my think. God. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, this kid came to the right place. He did. Good luck. Did. Enjoy yeah. yourself. Tons. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know uh, which method you used or if the, oh. there was another one. That, that well, Jack and then, uh, yeah, presumably then I guess the next step in this day and age would be like, video phone sex yeah, yeah. like oh. yep. you know, yeah like facetime phone sex mm-hmm. good for you tonster keep it up yep doing well and this is a good time right the whole covid and everything might as well you know give it a shot now yeah and tonster if you become a patreon supporter jack will role play your phone sex <laughs> advice that he just gave you and that's one of the things we do for our patreon supporters oh there you go that's it that's beautiful that's a pretty pretty cool club being a Patreon supporter, being part of the Inner Council. You get a lot of extra shit. Um, mm-hmm. People don't really understand how cool it is to be on the in the Inner Council. Oh, they will. Yeah, the merchandise. Um, you get to be a member of Greg's uh, Rock and Roll T-shirt club. Oh I my pick God. out cool T-shirts for you to wear. I joined for that alone. So at Louise Belcher sent us this note. My boyfriend goes about asking for sex weirdly. <laughs> I. I not editing these. I'm just reading okay. directly. We've been together for four and a half years, two long distance, two and a half living together. And instead of kissing me slash coming on to me, he'll basically just say, hey, want to have sex? Or maybe tonight we can get it on, etc. To add, we're, we weren't having sex for months. And he said, I need to come on to him. We're both 23 and averagely attractive. I just don't get it. He loves me. I love him. But I feel as though something is wrong. LOL. There it is again. LOL. Um, (laughs) To me, this isn't normal. Looking for some input. Does your significant other do this? Hmm. Well, I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty details of uh, of what. (laughs) You know, Katie and I's uh, rituals. Are. I can tell you, at 23 years of marriage, that's pretty much it. That's that. That really? is exactly. Yeah, I'm surprised at four and a half years, but yeah, I mean, yeah, 23. Yeah, you're probably just nodding across the room, right? Like you're like, yeah. Uh, actually, what I tr- <laughs> what I'm doing is trying to get Tammy drunk enough in that in that period where she's <laughs> drunk enough wine to still be frisky, but not too much wine that she's too drunk not to have sex. So for me, it's all about inappropriate. (laughs) Correct. And then there's timing and there's water intake and it's a whole science project for me. Water Um, intake. Yeah. Well, because, you know, if you think about it, right, if you just have glass glass of wine, glass of wine, glass of wine, glass of wine, you don't pace it, then she's going to get too drunk. Right. So. Uh Oh, yeah. What were your thoughts going? What's well, going? No, I was like, who is Tim? Who are you, Sting? Are you having like eight hours of tantric <laughs> sex that you need to like hydrate? You know, I need to be hydrated. I need to carb load. I need a big spaghetti meal. We like, yeah. we like to get the snacks stacked up next to the bed. So. Yeah. It's, it is a precise recipe 
recipe that I have to work on. And and, and there could be no changes, right? There oh can't be God. any disruptions or whatever. <laughs> I got to make sure it's timed out right. Yeah. So if Phil anyway. Collins happens to come on the, on it's the done. shuffle. It's then done. It's, it's done it. for six weeks. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's done. She, um, she just rolls well, over. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, again, I'm not going to Wait, I don't have any Phil Collins. How did this get in the mix? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Gosh, I, I would have to think that for a lot of couples, if you're just, uh, if you're if you're cuddling, if you're close and in, in the mood kind of strikes you both mutually, then cuddles turn into something more like foreplay and that leads to something else. You know, maybe invite some more physical intimacy, more touching, more petting, and sometimes knowing it'll lead to sex, and sometimes knowing it'll just be pleasant in and of itself. You know, that's good advice. That's not bad counsel. Jack always writes it out via email, right? Jack knows before he ever arrives to meet the person what's going to happen. Jack, what do you say? In this case, it sounds like you guys need to have a talk. You can you can do better, but don't not you know sex is sex. I mean, still have sex. A box of says. wine, right? Some bottled water, <laughs> uh, yeah. Some uh, Stop some watch. vitamin C, <laughs> a fan. It's like landing yeah. something on the moon, guys. Like I'm telling you, make sure uh, the dogs are fed. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yep, yep. All all that shit. Yes, yes to everything. Send your send your neighbors to the moon. Yep, everything. <laughs> All right, so uh, Will-I-Am-Grand sent us this on Twitter. Wait, 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 wait. Say that again. Will-I-Am-Grand? Will-I-Am-Grand. Okay, good. Hey, guys, love... Do you think it's the Black Eyed Peas? (laughs) I I don't know. I thought of that, too. That's really funny you'd say that. (laughs) Hey, guys, love the show. So there is this dude, kind of new to the group, and he gets kind of messed with a little bit. So I've kind of taken him under my wing, so to speak. He's a nice enough guy. However, I recently noticed he started dressing more and more like me (laughs) and has even recently started mimicking my intricacies and is now using my catchphrases. Everyone notices and comments um, have been made, but to no avail. Is there a way to deal with this without hurting anyone's feelings? I would rent single white female. have like a movie night with the boys and would you call out certain things that were as they were going on no no i would just say hey guys let's let's watch a movie uh, an old classic from the 90s single white female and for our listeners that haven't either been alive in the 90s or maybe weren't as, uh, up on the culture what what is the single single white female what's the just short it's, premise um, of the movie it's bridget fonda and jennifer jason oh, lee okay and, and Bridget Fonda is, uh, you know, a, a cool, urban, sophisticated young lady who takes on a roommate. And Jennifer Jason Lee, who's kind of a quiet uh, wallflower type. So Bridget and, is the uh, Will I Am Grand character. Yes. And Jennifer and Jason Lee. Jennifer Jason Lee is the friend. Okay, got it. Um, who, you know, um, I, I think is flattered that somebody quote unquote cool has befriended her and has taken an interest in her um but then becomes kind of obsessed with her and you know and uh starts dressing like her then styles her oh. hair like her then murders her dog what? psycho and then uh, yeah, sleeps with yeah. her boyfriend yep. and then That's tries what you got to coming, murder buddy. her yeah you know, stop so, it now or else your dog yeah right in now 
why would you introduce this? Like, that seems kind of scary. It's almost like you're egging this person on. Right. Yeah. The person sitting there going, hmm, that's what's next. I get to kill a dog. <laughs> Just watch it privately. Like, keep your pets away from this okay. person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, run. I mean, that's the basic yeah. advice. Like, yeah. There's, not only do you not want this person around, don't worry about hurting their feelings. Ghost them. <laughs> Ghost them. I love it. Stop now. Be afraid. Yeah, man. That's right. And take it as a compliment, you know, obviously that, that you know, somebody else. Yeah, right. You're, you're you. obviously super cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're probably yeah. crazy, right? Probably. Aren't we all? <laughs> so at Albert45 sent us this on Twitter. If I'm moving into a retirement home, how do I pro- appropriately assert dominance? Oh, no. I don't want to be raped on bingo night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow, another uh, how to dominate the old folks home question. Well, it kind of the old twist on if you ever go to prison. Can you? Who is it from? It's Albert Forty Five yeah. A Capital A Capital L B E R T. Assume it's a guy that doesn't want to get raped on Brent Bingo night. Uh, I, I you, this is a great. Is there a lot know, of raping going on? I, have, I don't you. play bingo, so is there is there a lot of raping and bingo game? Maybe maybe I should check it out. The, the, I can't tell you the number of like punchlines that just like flooded into my mind. Like on how to dominate an old folks' home. Like that's why we pay you. Know, Let's bring, come on, yeah, like, yeah. come on. Like, you know, you know, every day uh, show up to breakfast wearing another person's teeth. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, today I'm wearing Jack's teeth, bitch. You know, uh, so he, he, he's going to he's going to gum that jello. You, know, you better fucking watch it or I'm going to wear your teeth tomorrow, Tim. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You know, make their grandchildren hug you. You know what I mean? Uh, steal their metamucil. You know, there's there's all kinds Knock of ways to dominate as, out as they're walking. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mix up their medication. Yeah, by all means. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> yeah, yeah. Steal their Lawrence welcome. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you got this. So there's a number of ways, and you just listed four. There are a number yeah. of ways. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I, that sounds good. So Albert 45, I'm presuming that 1945 was the year he was So um, at Sir Ball Hare the 14th sent us this. <laughs> <laughs> he, comes, he comes from a long line of Sir Ball Hare. Right. <laughs> His father uh, was Sir Ball Hare the 13th. It skipped a generation. His great-grandfather... His great great grandfather was Sir Ballhair the twelfth. Royal, royal Sir Ballhair, yeah. yes. Um, and the question doesn't really elevate that very much. So the, the question is So I don't know who the fuck is listening to us. The question is Sir The fourteenth. The fourteenth, yes. Uh it is singular, it's not plural, so I don't know if that's uh, thinking about going with ball hair. Is there something I could do to it to spice it up a little bit? <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. Go ahead. Sorry. So Sir Ball here, the 14th, asks, how much cocaine should I put in my bottle of Coca-Cola to make it taste like it did in the late 1800s, early 1900s? 
<laughs> well, I mean, I, I think it's a question of how much cocaine do you have? That's <laughs> true, right? Can you afford to? How much, you know, what do you have? How much Coca Cola do you have and how much cocaine do you have? You know what I mean? It's do, relative. Do you want to, uh, do you want to like experience it all at once or do you want to, you know, uh, spread it out like they did in the olden times? That's true. What do you say? We got some voicemails to get to. You want to hear some voicemails? Oh, yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Here's a new voicemail that just came in. This just came in this morning. Hey there. I was calling because some people say that I'm cheating because I'm a big flirt, but it just comes naturally to me. I can't help it. And I was just wondering what some other people thought about that. But I'm a monogamous person, and I stay in a long-term relationship, and I don't see anything wrong with a little flirtation. So I was just kind of wondering what other people thought more so men. Hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, the good question. And, and, and let me just yeah. start by saying I, I love that we have female listeners who are leaving voicemails and, and writing into the show, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. It is great. I, I so often feel like Jack and I will have different responses, but then frequently I feel like we'll have similar responses. And and I think I'm probably prone to being more jealous and conservative. No, no, I definitely am prone to be more jealous <laughs> and conservative than Jack is. But in this case... um. Yeah, I think flirting is pretty harmless. But again, it's all relative in terms of what you consider to be flirting. For me, uh, if flirting crosses into like physical touch and hugging and, and things like that, that would bother me. If Katie were giving like excessive amounts of attention to another person while I was there, um, it would it would bother me, but you know, Katie's just a friendly, outgoing person. It right, it, what it, it comes down to for me personally, it, it it and you know, ultimately, it's impossible to prove such a thing. This is where trust and and you know, so on, loyalty comes into play. But it, it just comes down to intent, right? What's your intent? Um, is your intent, you know, from from this conversation to end up, at, you know, in bed with this guy in a relationship with this guy? Or are you just having fun, making jokes, and and enjoying the fact that you get you know a, a little extra attention here or there? That I don't see a damn thing wrong with that. Again, assuming the intent is you know is solid. So um, I'm with with the caller uh, again. You know, certain cases, as Greg pointed out, I guess you could go overboard with it. Yes, I guess there it is relative, and and you could say that there are situations uh, or levels of flirting that could become unacceptable, but. Um, in general, I, yeah, no, a hundred percent. I'm, I'm, you know, I, flirting is great. It's an interesting thing, right? Because as guy, I mean, I'm sure as girls too, but I know as a, as a guy, um, you know, I, I'm super stoked to, to go out with Katie because I, cause she is so beautiful and it, it's like a, yeah, it's like a point of pride for me. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, boy, look how, look how beautiful my wife is and how cool she is. And Tim, I'm sure you feel the same way about Tammy. Like it, it's it's great. It's not that I like the fact that she draws attention, but it does make me uh, maybe yeah, I don't it's know, a little ego boost. Pro- yeah, 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 yeah. It's like wow, yeah. My my wife is beautiful. Yeah. Um. And and so I, I get it. And, and so a certain amount of it is there's a certain amount of that's validating or makes you feel good. But yeah, it's just it's when it kind of goes from like healthy friendliness to like oh no i'm 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 detecting a level of interest in my partner 
that I associate with how she interacted with me when we first got together. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yep. And then the other thing I would say, I guess, is is you know, where's the is this a conti- you know continuous, consistent situation? What what do they do for a job? You see what I'm saying? Is is yeah. you know, I I'm in sales. I'll flirt like a motherfucker if I think I'm getting a sale out of it. You know what I mean? Um, so. Mm. You know, like a, a waitress, bartender. Um, obviously, there's going to be some more flirting within work, right? For for financial purpose. If I'm a sure. bartender and I'm a, a hot chick, I'll flirt with. You know what I mean? So, so again, what, what uh, professions would you not see flirting? Like, I guess priesthood would be um, one, right? Yeah, not necessarily. Pre- <laughs> no, no, that's, yeah, there's some. <laughs> There's a little bit of uh, what do you define flirting? Well, um, so, I mean, they yeah, of course, bartender sales, yeah. but like yeah. what, Timmy? You're so bad. I think um, surgeon. I think I don't think there's Sur- much flirting surgeon. going on in surgery. Uh, mortician. <laughs> yeah, mortician. Right? Yeah. yeah, that that is tough to uh, to, yeah. to get your flirt on there. For sure. DMV window. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this leads me to a question for you, Jack, and for you as well, Tim. Like, um, lunch lady. I'm I'm curious, like, (laughs) Tim, are are you a jealous person? Yes. Or Jack, are you, Tim? No. Really? Yeah. Tim, honestly, like, you're such a confident person, such an, honestly, such an accomplished, intelligent person that I just, I, I don't see you, I don't envision you in a situation where you would be feel jealousy. That's just me knowing you for all these yeah, years. Yeah, thank you for that. But I, there are times when, so Tammy is very nice, she's very outgoing. There are times where yeah. I sense that it's mostly males misunderstand that mm-hmm. as her being uh, more friendly. Now, I've lived with her for 25 years. I know that she is just genuinely kind, exuberant, likes to have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And my close friends, you all understand that about Tammy. But I have noticed at times where there's a little thing wait, wait, that wait. clicks. So you don't so she's she's not really flirting with me. <laughs> she loves you, but yeah, I don't think it's uh... So Jack wants to cancel that weekend the three of you would <laughs> About that text. Yeah, I didn't he needs to get the second text. <laughs> so then my other question is Jack. You know, I mean, are you capable of jealousy or is that really not a thing for you? It is somewhat. I mean, I guess there's a there's a point. It is, you know, it's further up the dial than than most folks. And I have always kind of um, tried to have the the mindset that that, you know, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. But, yeah, I mean, if I am out with a girl, and she's with me and she drapes herself over another dude or yeah that at that point so like you said there are levels that that are you know that become unacceptable i guess yeah and that's good i applaud that that i mean I, th- I honestly i think that's an admirable quality in you jack i really do i i it, learned it from somebody when i was younger and and i was confused and and he used to you know let his wife dress you know just crazy and she used to go out work and and bartend in these little skimpy outfits and he would just you know hang out at home and chill and I'd be like, dude, don't you ever like worry about? He's like, no, nah, man, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, man. She's mine. She's with me. If she decides she doesn't want to be with me, then so be it. But again, I'm a little weird, I guess, in some of those. Aspects. No, I mean, you're just you have your own, you know, your own norms. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, they're weird, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we love you for it. Of I course. appreciate that. 
So, I mean, but platonically, I love you. <laughs> Just want to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> Not the Teddy Ruxpin way. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Not getting near my stuffing. Um, so, the uh, we we actually got a, a return call. Now, we have had Tyler from New Hampshire call in mm. a couple times. Oh, yes. I love that. Well, Freddie from Atlanta has an update for us. So, I want to oh, go ahead and share that with you and all the listeners. So, Freddie was. Well, can you remind us who Freddie yeah. was? Freddie, uh, Fre- <laughs> Freddie was the gentleman who actually initiated the "We're Not a Hotline" <laughs> because Freddie was standing on the doorstep of a Tinder date of a lady who her uh, was quarantined for COVID nineteen. Somebody she knew had, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he she knew that, may or may not, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but her boyfriend didn't want to spend any time with her. Oh, right. Okay. 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 Yeah. So, boy, talk about it like a season-ending cliffhanger. Thank you, Freddie, for calling back. Man. Hey, what up, guys? Freddie from Atlanta calling in again. Uh, <laughs> you remember, I called in a couple weeks ago. I had a Tinder date that told me she might have COVID. Well. <laughs> We are now boyfriend and girlfriend, I guess. Nice. Uh, we had a great time. <laughs> Sex was great. She turned out See? to be, uh, you know, just a great girl. Um, and she also turned out to be negative on COVID-19. Nice. So I I <laughs> uh, here's my issue. Uh, her boyfriend wants to kill me now. <laughs> um, obviously, she's hot. The sex is great, so I kind of understand. Uh, should I stay with her knowing how we got together in the first place and I guess fight her boyfriend or should I just delete her from everything and go back on Tinder? Please give me some bad cancel. Thanks. You know, Freddie, I got you, buddy. I got you. You ready, man? I have good news for you, Freddie. I'm assuming that this guy doesn't listen to bad counsel, although he should. And here's what you do. Make it known on your Facebook page, on her Facebook page, that you both have COVID. He won't come near you. <laughs> he won't come near you. Okay? That's why he w- he wasn't in the picture before, right? Yeah, yeah. that's right. You got fourteen days at least. <laughs> yeah, and tell you know now if he starts confronting you via text, be like, yeah, man, I have COVID. But if you want to come get my COVID blood all over you, come beat my ass, tough guy. He's not going to come anywhere near you, Freddie. I love it. Weaponizing COVID. Yeah, man. Oh, that's awesome. God bless you, Freddie. See, my yeah, my uh, my advice works. See that now again. <laughs> now let's not take I, it too far, Jack. <laughs> my suggestion wasn't necessary. I didn't expect a blooming relationship, but in general, when you have the opportunity, take it and see what happens. So, good job, Freddie. Congratulations and. You know, I mean, if it's as good as you say it is, I mean, maybe it's worth an ass beating, right? Jack usually expects blooming sore from his team. <laughs> <laughs> Just you kidding. Let that one go. Jack and Freddie. But, but seriously, Freddie, as a Patreon uh, subscriber, uh, Jack would perform your wedding ceremony <laughs> if you wanted that. Just, he's not far from Atlanta. He would come up and perform a ceremony sure. and, and, Take 30 color photos of you and your bride. <laughs> up to. Fact. Yeah. Fact. Yep, That's right. Thank you, Freddie. That's great. <laughs> the three of us have a mutual friend. His name is Sib. And um, Sib is, is infamous for sending us the craziest drunk texts we've ever received. Mm. 
but I'm not going to talk about those crazy drunk texts here. They were really dissected in other formats, other podcasts in the past. However, I did receive a text in the middle of a conversation that Sib and I were having that I wanted to share with you, Greg, and you, Jack. And I was hoping that you could come up with how the hell we could have gotten to this particular text in the conversation. Like, what what was being talked about? What had to happen to get here? So if you want to play, we'll just give it a try and have some fun with okay, it, okay? Yeah. We'll let us know if the listeners like it or not. I'm a little scared, honestly, knowing where the texts are coming from. But yeah, let's give it a shot. No, this is a it's a it's it's not crazy in the sib way. It's crazy in just what he says. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. So we're having conversation and this text came up and I just couldn't wait to share it with the two of you. And the text is <laughs> and I quote Nice guy, weird taste in porn, glad they didn't get married. So my question is how, what the hell led to that text happening? Can hmm. you recreate a possible text screen, stream that would have led to something like that? Nice guy. Weird, weird taste, taste in, in porn. porn. Glad they didn't get married. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Well, Larry Flint came to mind, but I think he uh, married <laughs> Althea Leisure. Right? So that, 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 that takes him out. Uh, if you guys were discussing Hustler. This had a feeling of like the beginning okay. of the tale of two cities, though. This, is, this to me, was a very yeah, heavy that is, text yeah. uh, in terms of what's going on here. So this person, I'm assuming, has to be in like my range of porn, like, you know, above and beyond just the first page of Pornhub. What is right? that? Jack mean, level. Jack. Do right? tell. A- that, that's, that's Patreon content. Jack uh, re- reviews his, his top 10 porn, porn rivals. quotes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, save that for Patreon, buddy. I, I don't know why, but when, you know, thoughts form in one's mind, narratives form in one's mind. And so the the scene that that just kind of crystallized in my mind was Sib, and I don't even know if this is is accurate or if this is you know his life situation, visiting his mother in a nursing home and meeting her first love, her high school boyfriend. You know, and, and Sib telling Tim like, yeah, it's weird. I was visiting my mom in her nursing home. And my God, what a coincidence. Her high school boyfriend also is a resident here. And then the rest proceeded from there. You would not believe how close you are to the actual truth. No yeah, that, was, that was crazy. <laughs> that was absolutely crazy that you did that. I, wow. Were you on the text string? No, you weren't. It was just no, me No, no, I wasn't. I, no, no, I wasn't at all. He just knows his family. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Well, it did involve his mom. It did involve a relationship uh, with his mom, and it did wow. it did not happen at a uh, old folks home, a nursing home. Yeah. So, okay. Um, wow, that's, <laughs> that's amazing. That's pretty good. Good job. Yeah. Good job. But if if you want, we can have some fun with that. Uh, Sib's definitely down yeah. for uh, sharing some crazy text. Doesn't have to be Sib's text, but so how in the world did this guy's taste in porn become a topic of discussion? All right, so it's not for me to share with the listeners, so I can't okay, share with the Sib, listeners. Yeah. Okay, Sib, yeah. I'm going to be texting you later. What we can Sib. do is we can ask Sib's permission, and if he agrees, we can put it on Patreon, and oh, yeah, oh, then we go. can record it, and then and you can hear Sib's version of, of what happened. Yeah, listeners, don't you want to find out how, in conversation with his mother's, some <laughs> former fling from the past, his taste in porn he learned, yeah. came up? 
So I know I want to know. <laughs> right. So there yeah. you go. So, so on, on our first date, I took your mom to. Uh... <laughs> yeah. We got this other note. This came from Kiki146. She direct messaged us at AdBadCouncil1. And this one, this one was pretty heavy, and I really want to make sure we do it, that we, we do everything we can to help out Kiki146. Um, oh, okay. Focus, Greg, focus. The question is, how can I live and be happy in a world full of evil? With everything that's happening in the world right now, lying politicians, nature, catastrophe, nature catastrophes, poverty, climate change, how am I supposed to be optimistic about life? This question has been on my mind for some time now, and it gets in the way whenever I'm trying to be happy. I'm currently not in any special situations, but the fear that bad things might happen have terrified me. Please help. Well, that's a serious question. Very serious. You know, and I, I, you know, uh, I don't want to take that flippantly, and we've said it before, and sometimes we may sound like we're joking. Consider the alternative. Well, yeah, I mean, if you, if you're, if you're feeling like you need to speak to somebody and get help, we're the last people to talk to for like serious assistance. Honestly, we are. Go get some real help. But I will say that, um, you know, that resonates with me and, and there is a lot of bad in the world, but I will, I will quote Ben Kingsley from Schindler's List, quoting the Talmud, you know, which, you know, uh, says if you save one life, you save the world entire, you know? So the advice that I would give is, yeah, you know what? Don't try not to dwell on all the nastiness out there and and focus on helping one other person or being a positive influence on a couple of other people. I truly believe there are more good, many more good people in the world Mm -hmm. than there are bad people. Um, But to try to take it all on at once is overwhelming just try to be happy and influence the your neighbor, influence the people around you. You know, uh, Katie and I have a neighbor who lives across the hall from us named Ronnie. She's 98. She's uh, long widowed and um, hard of hearing. Uh, you know, but we go shopping for her. Uh, this week, I'm going to go over and help her make a doctor's appointment. Um, she is hilarious. She worked for the New York Times super cool lady, you know? And so, you, you know, uh, I see a lot of shit and, and I feel bad a lot and I'm somebody who dwells on negative a lot. Um, uh, but you know, the, um, the, uh, the happiness with which she greets Katie and I, when we stop by to see her, or we do her a small little favor, um, that way over, um, compensates for all the, the negative bullshit, all the fucking assholes in the world which there are a lot. So have fun mocking those assholes and, and try to be cool to the people around you. That's my advice, Tim. I, if that doesn't work, do drugs. Yeah, oh, there Jesus. you go. Shit in your neighbor's pool. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like, that's one of the reasons. I mean, let's face it, guys. It's one of the reasons we're doing this podcast, right? This is a comedy. It's very intentionally a comedy. Yeah. We want people to laugh. Um, I remember asking in eighth grade, Senor Gonzalez, my Spanish teacher, and saying, you know, how can there be, you know, why is there evil in this world, right? If if you're saying there's a God, why is there evil? And his answer was, then how would you know what good is? And I, it pissed me off at the mm-hmm. time, yep. but in reality, um, it, it does help to understand that there is always good and bad. What you emphasize, what you focus on will come to you. 
you know, please stay optimistic. If you need help, get help. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I know the three of us on this show have all taken uh, partaken in that, and it has helped us each individually in our own ways. So, yes, you and, can uh, be happy. <laughs> Tim, 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 why were you laying that question on your Spanish? Teacher? Right. It was just one of those things. I, I expect a lot from my did teachers. You, uh, did he well, have a and, counselor? And, and, <laughs> well, and, and did he? Did he say? Uh, you know. I'll answer that if you say, if you ask that question. Yes, he absolutely did, <laughs> and I struggled through it. But I, I think he was yeah. probably um, um, uh, he's very outspoken and, and out there with it. And of course, I was this you know kind of you know contrarian eighth grader at the time who just mm. wanted to you know push back. Teaching Spanish was the way he was going to make right. a difference. And you know what? He actually did, man. <laughs> Senor Gonzalez, you made a fucking difference. You you crazy nice. son of a bitch. What about that? Well, and, and the two of you make a difference in my life. Thank you so much for, for doing this. You know, it means a lot to me. I had a moment over the weekend where I was really just overwhelmed with gratitude that um, we have this and that you two are so good at doing this and so talented. Um, and it's uh, fun to be a part of it. So it's great. Well, I enjoy not helping people. So that's why I do it. I love you guys. <laughs> we love you too, man. <laughs> uh, for sure. Well, you know, before we bid goodnight, though, to everybody, Tim. You know, and I, we try not to be pests with this message, but we really do enjoy doing this podcast. And we've been getting a lot of great questions. Obviously, uh, a lot of people have silly questions out there. Some people occasionally have a serious question. We're happy to field them all. And we do this with no compensation. We do it because we genuinely enjoy getting together and having a laugh and just connecting with people out there. But we could be so much more effective and, and reach a much broader audience if you would kindly go to iTunes or to iHeartRadio or Amazon uh, Music or to wherever you get your podcast content and you rated our podcast and you liked it. And if I could be so bold as to say, if you like it, then share it. Share it on, on social media. Share it with your friends. If you have a friend who's feeling down... You know, and they, they, you think they would enjoy a little bit of silly banter among three close friends, please share it. And for you super fans like Teddy in Atlanta or Freddie who've benefited, oh, Freddie, sorry. Teddy's the, um, <laughs> Teddy's the, <laughs> or for you Teddy's super the, yeah, fans, Jack's, uh, Teddy's the guy who's going to kick Freddie's ass. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> for you super fans out there, we really could use your support via Patreon. You know, now I've looked at our Patreon packages. There's a lot of good things that come with being a Patreon supporter, and you can be a supporter for as little as three dollars a month. You know, this is a lot of enter entertainment for three dollars a month. Um, and so, please, we would be so grateful and appreciative, truly, uh, for any support that we can get. Well said, Greg. Thank you very much. Love doing it. Sure. Buenas noches, señores. Love you, boys. Be good, fellas. Later.